What you watching there, Bobby? Dad, I'm watching more Keemstar. What's he doing this time? He's having wings. What? What do you mean he's having wings? Well, the wings told him to go kill himself. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? Oh, oh, Bobby, uh, I don't think you should be uh, watching this type of stuff. But Dad, he's having a beef with some leaf. Oh, uh, yeah. Bobby, that's it. I'm taking your computer away from you. No, Dan. I want to watch my butterflies. No, there's no Pokemon in this uh, thing. But guys, this is part two of the Keemstar Legends of the Internet episode. Last time we were around, previously, uh, we had Shane and Vin on one half of the originals. But now, we have the second half. This time around, we got a couple of things. We're going to be talking about wings. Hot wings? No, not hot wings. You can't eat... Not those type of hot wings. Are we talking about the Paul McCartney band from the 70s? That wings? No, we're not talking about that wings either. And we're not talking about the winged WWF belt either. Oh, man. We're talking about wings of redemption. Okay. But we're also going to be talking about Leafy is here. Mm. Uh, somebody that he's had... Was, was very close friends with. And we also got his um, his shilling of the uh, energy drink. You want to know which energy drink that is? I'm guessing it's Monster. Nope, it's not Monster. Rockstar. Nope, it's not Rockstar. Red Bull. Nope. Cocaine. No. There is an energy drink called cocaine, by the way. <laughs> it's G Fuel. Is that like Stacker Two? It's a cheap knockoff energy drink, okay. to be honest. So, oh, and we also got Pyrocynical's whole thing on Keemstar. Ooh, okay. Definitely interested. So, basically, what happened with uh, Wings was... Wings is a Twitch user. And he uh, decided that he was going to uh, do a stream with Keemstar explaining why. Uh, this was actually back in February of this year uh, that they did this stream. Uh, but it basically was Keemstar asked Wings why he hates him and why he would casually say in, the, in his streams that Keemstar deserved to die. Hmm. This is going to be a little bit of role-playing here. Um, okay. So Wings, so the wing, so the fight between Wings and Keemstar... Um, I'm good. Keemstar is going to have like more of a Patrick voice. Oh no. <laughs> it's SpongeBob. Yeah. Just to differentiate between the two voices. So you can understand who's talking. Okay. So he's like, and wings is like, no, what I said was that if somebody on this earth does deserve to die, it would be you. Ooh. That's a pretty fucked up thing to say. Now, you've said some pretty fucked up things, too. Explain why I deserve to die. Um, from my experience, granted, I have very little social experience other than, like, YouTube and being a YouTube commentator for, like, ten years at this point. Uh, you are the one person that I've seen do the most heinous things online, period. Like, like uh, when we were doing that game together and you tried to get us to, like, force money ahead... Where, like, nobody was, like, putting money in. You know, the whole billionaire's bash thing. So, so it was, like, a bet? Kind of. Okay. He's like, and he's like, oh, first of all, I don't remember that. That was so long ago. 
But I'm saying that I asked you to invest in a game that you were profiting. No, what what he brought me in, and you wanted me and Woody's gamer tag, Woody Gamers tag, uh, to donate three grand each to you to make sure that we were serious investors. But you were already getting the lion's share of the profit. Me and Woody were like fifteen percent partners. But the game was very sketchy to begin with. It was like, well, first of all, that was my development team. So if that's right, I don't even remember that. I can't really defend myself in this because it was so long ago. I don't even remember anything about this. I guess he has a valid point there. I mean, if it was like three, four years ago. But the way that they say it, even then, you would think like if it was like very long ago, I would think it was like nine, ten years or something. Yeah, but... that's a good point. And, and, and if you don't remember something that happens in your own style of company, then, as Kurt Angle would say, if you don't know what's going on, then you're an idiot. Look at TNA. <laughs> yeah, look at TNA. Look at TNA wrestling. So, I mean, it's way too long to even go in deeper, but basically the gist of the, that whole conversation was GameStar ended up getting into Wings' weight. Because Wings has been trying to lose weight for, like, he's like 400-something pounds. Oh, no. I think I know what's coming here. He tried to lose weight, and then something Keemstar said affected him. He's like, yeah, I lost 50 pounds. I was doing really well. But then you, Keemstar, said something that triggered me. And so then I stopped losing, and then I just get, gained it a win. The whole premise was, oh, you were being a dick to me, so there's no reason for me to keep losing weight because you just keep bashing me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a little confused of why someone would say that. Trust me. Trust me. I'm, I am I relate because I'm going through my own weight loss journey myself. But if someone said, oh, you're just a fat ass motherfucker, I'm like, okay. Well, that's your opinion. I don't care. He's like, dude, it's ridiculous. Say, for example, as well, another – person as well was like I know one of my friends was trying to lose probably around 200 pounds and people kept calling him and he didn't he just shrugged it off so in one ear right out the other exactly I agree 100% so let's get into Leafy is here I don't know who this is so I'm I'm kind of vanilla with the with the new stuff I haven't been following up with Keemstar at all well, um, take a look at the iDubs uh, content cop episode on Leafy is here, and then you'll understand okay. everything about him. iDubs TV? Yep, iDubs TV. Basically, Leafy is known for having, like, a very weak chin. Oh, yeah, where he has to do that little face, that little circle, like the gotcha sign on Like his. James Ellsworth? Uh, well, no. Uh, well, James has a very fat chin. Well, Leafy has, like, a very small chin, like, okay. to the point where he... Where he covers it up. His chin is the equivalent of having like a small dick. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, he's very insecure about his chin. Uh, well, at least according to like what most people say. But there's like other things that Leafy's known for. Like, um, you know, not being like a very nice guy. Uh, but, you know, he had a friendship with Keemstar. And so, just like any other hated characters on YouTube... Uh, Keemstar has fans and supporters that are willing to defend him and justifying the things that he did, like how he was a dick to Wings. But one supporter that Keemstar expected the least was Leafy. One of the YouTubers that collaborated with Leafy, uh, Nick shared in the, his video rant, The Real Leafy Is Here, that Leafy asked him to help him create a Keemstar rant video. 
And Leafy explained the reason behind making a rant video against the person perceived as helping him boost his subscriber base to as high as 4 million subs. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a business decision. So it's like, it's nothing personal. It's just best for business. Uh. Uh. Exactly. So Leafy pulled a Triple H. But Leafy wanted to distance himself from Keemstar at this point because Keemstar was getting all the heat around this time, uh, around the middle of 2016. Um, the commentary community viewed this as one of the worst betrayals of all time. Betrayal. Yeah, I can see why, because I know Keemstar um, usually hosted Leafy on, and I've actually seen a few of those videos. And from what, it, from what I can tell, yeah, I can definitely agree. It definitely was a betrayal in a sense, but... Still at the same time, I think there was also another YouTuber, Emperor Lemon, that actually covered Leafy's downfall. And that was one of the reasons why he ended up... That's one of something that boosts his ego, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, always, it's always ego with these guys. Of course. But, but Keemstar ended up like putting on a very sad face and did a, a stream rant um, after the perceived betrayal. And he says this. This was from a video called Keemstar's Rant on Leafy is Here, live on stream. Uploaded June 13th, 2016. So, Keemstar says, I'm trying to think of a fucking song to play. I don't even know what's appropriate. I'm going to wait a minute to just gather my thoughts here, because I'm hurt. Oh, get the fuck out of here. But, but I'm not allowed to say I'm hurt, alright? I was betrayed. But I'm not allowed to say I'm betrayed because if I say I'm hurt, if I say I'm betrayed, if I say I help these people out, then it's Keemstar pulling the victim card, right? This Keemstar's pandering, pulling the victim card, right? That's what we say, right? So there's what? What can I say? What can I fucking say? I can't say anything. I can't say how my friends betrayed me. I can't say how my friends fucked me over because it's Keemstar. He is playing the victim card. They betray me. They didn't keep their promise. They they use me, and I'm a fool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is really Tommy Wiseau. Right it here. sounds exactly like it. If like you didn't say it was um, the guy you're talking about, I was automatically going to say Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> yeah. I almost did the accent for a second, but I didn't go for it. Oh, you should have. <laughs> oh, he's like, this sucks. This really, really sucks. God damn it. I have to be careful with everything I say <laughs> because I haven't decided to fight back or just don't say anything. Uh, so he's like, fighting back is easy. I fought against fucking literally everyone. That's easy. <laughs> Sounds exactly like Wazoo. Yeah. A lot of people say, why didn't you fight against iDubbbz? Oh, well, I thought iDubbbz was funny in his video. It was fucking hilarious. And I've been a fan of iDubbbz forever. All this is just really surrounded by one person. That's Pyro. Mm -hmm. I uploaded Drama Alert episode seven months ago or eight months ago. I can't remember. Ha 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 ha. And I noticed that there was a bunch of hissing in the comment section below. And I was trying to find the source of this hissing. Like, what the fuck is this from? It was from a small channel known as Leafy is here. I think he had like 200 Kaze subscribers at the time. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and I remember DMing him and being like, dude, do you want to come on for an interview? Because he had some very, very passionate fans, and the hissing thing went everywhere. It was awesome. Dude, where's my car? I was trying to get him on for an interview to talk to him about it, and he was in the middle of flying around. I think he was visiting Europe or something. He was going to be on a plane. So there was enough internet to do the interview. But anyway, I covered the story, and that was uh, the first time I met Leafy, followed him on Twitter, started watching a bunch of his videos, and the dude was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And then he plays a song from uh, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled, oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, he's like, all I do is win, win, win. No matter what. And they stay there, and they stay there, up, down, up, down, up, down. <laughs> yeah, so he literally play, is like, well, I guess he found his song then. Uh, <laughs> I started watching his videos from that point, and he was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, man, this dude is like really, really good, and he reached out to me during the whole Banks situation. Banks was having a breakdown, and during that time, Banks offered Leafy a spot to phase. And then FaZe was like trying to say that they didn't offer him a spot. And there was like this big thing. And I just jumped right up on Twitter and started defending Leafy because Leafy was offered a spot to FaZe and I defended him. And then after that, me and Leafy became pretty much friends. We talked a lot about YouTube. Like, you just imagine like Johnny and Mark just like bonding over like YouTube stuff instead of that's how they became friends. Oh, Lord. We DM'd a lot, and all of a sudden, H3 uploads a video attacking Leafy. And at this time, everybody was out to get Mark. I mean, Leafy. Um, everybody was out to get him. Reddit was out to get him, out to get on H3, one of the biggest channels at that time, because H3 and Leafy were the same size at that time. Because, yeah, you know, like, the height difference, they were the same size. Mm -hmm. Uh and H3 put out that video calling out Leafy for being a bully and stuff. And I was one of the few people that defended Leafy because they were friends. Leafy and H3 were friends. And all of a sudden, H3 uploads a video attacking Leafy. Like, that betrayal. That that stuff hurts me more as a person than almost anything. When I'm friends with someone, I'm loyal to them. I grew up that way, being loyal to your friends. So even though the whole world was coming at Leafy at that time, I was fed up with it. No, no. Uh, I uploaded a Twitter video at H3 saying that it was fucked. How did he did that? What? <laughs> what? It's, 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 it's just the way he's saying it. I know. And remember, H3 sure reached out to me, want to talk privately. I'm not going to say anything about that conversation other than I still defended Leafy. Phew! Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. There was multiple situations where Leafy got into hot water and I defended him. Multiple times where Leafy needed advice on YouTube and sponsorships and all of this stuff. And I helped him because we were friends. We were friends. Based on the conversation that I was having with YouTubers over the last couple of months, I've seen YouTube turn into Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones? Where did that come from? Is that a left field? 
<laughs> it's it's this person's gonna attack this person. That person's gonna attack this person. We need to make an alliance here, and I got caught up in that. At one point, I had beef with Sky Williams, and it was just based on Sky Williams being friends with people that were attacking Leafy. I remember when Jack Films uploaded a video mocking Leafy titled Every Leafy Rant. I immediately tweeted at Jack Films and I was in the call with Leafy. I tweeted him, I was like, yo, bro. Like, you know who else has more subs than you? Beat you in subs? Because Leafy just passed Jack Films and subs. I go, PewDiePie. Oh, uh, can we not? No. Can we please not? I mean, that's just what you do. You defend your friends. Like, you stick up for your friends. And I don't know. This whole thing came apart, and they were mad at me. And trying to expose me and threatening videos on me because they heard I was talking shit about them. And I just wasn't. Like, I don't. I defend my friends. I don't talk shit about my friends. Like, where is the proof that I talk shit about you? There is none. It doesn't exist because it's not real. It's not real life. I feel played. Like, this was like a business... This was like a business move. Uh. <laughs> okay, now we're back to Triple H. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, being associated and friends with Keem isn't good for our careers. The whole time that I was putting my friendships before my career, they were putting their career before their friendship. And, like, I see that now, and it just sucks. It just really, really sucks. Yeah, so that's pretty much how he holds... The, he pretty much feels about the fact that he got betrayed and that he's fed up with this world. I'm surprised he didn't lock himself in the bathroom and his six-year-old daughter was like, Come on, come on, Daddy, come out. In a few minutes, bitch. I record everything. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't record everything. I record everything. Yeah. I will go on Twitch and I will just record the stream so that nobody can say anything. Um, so... Pyrocynical is somebody that has very personal experiences of Keemstar's accusations. So, skepticism about Keemstar's method of journalism, we put that in quotes, it leads towards being a vigilante. Um, that's using his platform to expose pedophiles that exploited on, that exploited on younger gamers found online. It's due to Keemstar's non-use of the word allegedly, when reporting or accusing someone of pedophilia. Allegedly? Allegedly. Like, I put that in yeah. quotes again. No, I know. Uh, there were even instances where Keemstar used the word legitimately when he one time reported a YouTuber by the username of Pyrocynical as Pyro legitimately invited a large YouTuber to go to a furry convention. <laughs> oh, my God. And that earned him the nickname YouTube's Resident Rat. Furry convention. Yeah. Because he was ratting out other YouTubers, regardless of whether he can prove allegations mentioned. And while Pyro Cynical was aware of other YouTubers that Keemstar allegedly slandered, uh, Pyro Cynical did a video where he chose to focus on what Keemstar done wrong to him. So this is a video called My Experience with Keemstar. So to understand, so he says to understand where Keemstar has developed his hatred for me, and literally can't say a single sentence without uttering pyro. We have to go all the way back to April 9th, two thousand and sixteen, where I uploaded a video titled "Keemstar and Tobuscus Rant." 
A video in which I suggested to Keemstar that he should have verbally said that the controversy around Toby Turner's rape was an allegation. Mainly because literally 20 minutes after Keemstar's video went public, all of Toby's channels were flooded with hate comments and dislikes of people who thought he was genuinely a rapist. Oh, oh my god. god. So, after I suggested that Keemstar should add a disclaimer that these were simply allegations going, something along the lines of innocent until proven guilty, Keemstar didn't really like my suggestion and took to Twitter, saying, Hey, I've got some YouTube advice for you, Pyro. Stop fucking copying people. Mm -hmm. How about that? Stop copying people. Because if the type of videos that Leafy makes becomes unpopular, you're going to be left fucking opening up surprise eggs. See, this is what I love about Keemstar. When he has to deal with any other form of criticism, he simply attacks the individual with extremely warped, biased information. Yeah. Always. And when there isn't anything to attack, he resorts to just fabricating stuff on the spot. Mm -hmm. And he shows a clip of Keemstar saying, Oh, and Pyro, do you remember those YouTubers you used to be friends with before you blew up and, like, fucked them off? You know how they've been contacting me saying you've been dating some, like, 14-year-old French girl and shit? Just please, swing at me. If you're gonna swing at me, dude, let me know, because I got, uh, fucking files on top of files to swing back at. So... Uh, Pyro says, I even responded extremely calmly to his Twitter videos, which were basically slandering me. But of course, hell hath no fury like a gnome scorned. Keemstar made over 15 Twitter videos in a single night, varying from attacking me to attacking my own followers. And after analyzing all of the Twitter videos and listening to Keemstar basically foaming at the mouth for about 45 minutes, he made two points. First... I never got his permission or his consent to make this video on him. Like Keemstar said, you could contact me with that at any time. You didn't hit me up privately. You didn't share this opinion with me. I said, all right, so firstly, what the fuck is that with that overreaction at the end? Referring to the, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a swing, I'm going to swing much harder back at you. Um, basically, he, but Keemstar was cutting a wrestling promo on Pyro. I simply suggested you add a disclaimer to avoid confused viewers to blindly hate on someone's channel. Now you're acting like I want to massacre your family and sell their limbs on Craigslist. What? Which is beyond ridiculous and definitely something keeps. Are you serious? So a total overreaction. And secondly, do I really need your consent or blessing to make a video on you? Of course I don't. You're a YouTuber, just like the rest of us, and you're open to criticism. Don't think that just because you report the news that you're higher than anyone else and immune to criticism, because you're not. That's something you put in quotation marks. News. Yeah. News. No. No, literally, the way that it's read in, uh, that's read in my notes, it literally has news in quotes. <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. So, another point Keemstar made was that he had the word allegations in the title of the video, so that's okay. I mean, look at the titles that he's with. There are a mess of tags and YouTube names to promote yourself in the algorithms. Also, not to mention the amount of times you spam PewDiePie in the thumbnail and the title of the videos where he has literally nothing to do with the video. With the video itself, apart from a brief mention that probably wasn't even worth reporting on in the first place. PewDiePie versus KSI. PewDiePie kidnapped. Hashtag drama alert. 
PewDiePie, YouTube Red, hashtag oh. RIP Twitter, hashtag drama alert, and Leafy versus H3, H3 again, hashtag drama alert PewDiePie. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's literally how he would put his titles. And clearly, simply having allegations in the title wasn't enough of a message that Toby wasn't guilty because all of his channels suffered horribly, literally 20 minutes after your video went public. I still don't understand to this day why Keemstar defended his Tabascus video so much. Or Tobascus. Uh, the entire video itself is literally a woman reading a Tumblr post for 20 minutes while Keemstar makes a bunch of different expressions in the hopes that you don't click off the video because of how shit it is. And when Keemstar didn't have anything more to defend himself, he attacked my channel, saying how I add a disclaimer in my videos so only I can bully people and no one else can. Hmm. See, Keemstar does this a lot. Blatant word manipulation and just twisting words in general. You'll notice this a lot as we continue. He's basically insinuating that I put a disclaimer in so that no one else can bully the individual except me. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it is. And if this tweet attacking my disclaimer wasn't stupid enough, he made a Twitter video comparing it to the Holocaust. What? <laughs> yeah. You're so stupid. <laughs> oh my god. He's mm. like, yeah, real intelligent Keemstar comparing a video description on YouTube to millions of people losing their lives. Again, only from Keemstar, guys. So, after I criticized Keemstar, Twitter pretty much devolved into a battleground. The fallen god of Olympus would randomly, with little to no context, start attacking me and posting privately. I mean, private pic- I repeat, private pictures of me on his Twitter page. I have uh, no clue how you could do that, but... Uh, grade A under A was especially annoyed by this as he saw it to be a complete invasion of my privacy and he, had, and he said this me and Pyrocynical share a very special bond not only are we both British and both have annoying voices we are part of a very small percentage of YouTubers who choose not to show their face we both value our privacy and people should respect that but for someone like Keemstar to go and show Pyro's face on Twitter after Pyro's made the decision not to is a scumbag thing to do. And I have zero respect for Keemstar for doing that. 100%. Now, I will agree yep. that is a pretty scumbaggy thing to do. Just because, seriously, just ruining someone's privacy like that? Oh my God, dude. And I yeah, totally well. agree with Grade. This was a complete invasion of my privacy. Fortunately, I look a lot less like an extra from Orange is the New Black nowadays. That, that was a reference to how some YouTubers have described Pyro as a guy that looked like a butch lesbian. Uh, but still, Keemstar invaded my privacy. Some of these pictures never left my personal Facebook page. So that I was then forced to close my Facebook account. Knowing that people like Keemstar were willing to go so low as to leak private pictures of individuals just to get back at them. I will admit, I've posted pictures of Keemstar myself, but the pictures I've taken are all from his Twitter page or from his Drama Alert channel, pictures he willingly uploaded for his audience to see. Meanwhile, he's using private pictures of me that I didn't upload for the public to see. And a couple of hours later, Keemstar realized that it was, uh, it was hard to post private pictures of people online, and he took the stream saying how they were already on the internet anyway, so it was totally justified. Is a complete and utter bullshit. Wow. 
You see, Keemstar, a couple of months ago, my face wasn't really that public, but do you think at any point that you constantly posting the same pictures of me over and over on a Twitter account with nearly a million followers for months on end, do you think to some extent that might have contributed to my face now being public? Not to mention the amount of people uploading pyro face reveal videos on YouTube, literally saying you were the person to leak my face. Now, this is probably the most important part of the video because this relates to everything I've said so far and more. Out of all the people I've known, Keemstar is, one, is the one to lie the most. The amount of deceptive, fabricated bullshit to leave his greasy lips is absolutely astounding. Firstly, let me give you an example of how Keemstar is a liar by trying to expose me as some kind of furry. He said many times on Twitter and on stream that I'm a furry and going so far as to fabricate this elaborate story that I've asked a big YouTuber to go to a furry convention. Oh, what's that, guys? You want proof to my possibly bullshit fabricated story? Oh, they want proof now. You don't need proof. You just need to believe in Keemstar. He's literally trying to make this a forced meme. He's now implementing it on his Drama Alert channel. You know that channel which he keeps preaching about being extremely neutral and only talking about facts? Yeah, he's now bringing it on to Drama Alert. And later on stream, he actually admitted that he made up that whole story basically just to get hate on me. Oh, get out of here. Keemstar also does this really cancerous thing where he'll accuse someone of something or make something up, and then when he's called out, he'll say someone told him or people have been telling him, which basically gives him a line of defense for some bullshit he just made up five minutes ago. And if that wasn't bad enough, Keem is now trying to spread even more bullshit, saying that I'm dating underage girls and saying outright on stream that I'm a pedophile. This story is total bullshit. I know exactly the three individuals who told Keem and even got in a Skype group chat with them. Unfortunately, I can't name these twats because that's exactly what they want, attention. But in case you don't believe me, I have a DM conversation between one of the individuals' ex-girlfriends who's shown that he actually has no idea what he's talking about and he's literally just making some stuff up to spite me. Now, this originated a couple of months ago when Keemstar DM'd me asking if I dated a 15-year-old girl. What? Yeah. Yeah, this is Keemstar for you. And, and then later, after I made a video criticizing Keemstar about the allegations, he then includes it in a Twitter video against me. Now if, any of you don't, uh, now, if any of you don't notice, he just deliberately lowered the age in his Twitter video from 15 years old to 14 years old. Wow. Probably to make it sound even more impacting and incriminating. And guess what? Later on the stream, he lowered the age again to say the girl was now 13. And on top of that, basically insinuating that I was a pedophile. So... This man has lied about the age of this girl on two separate occasions, and knowing Keemstar, this girl will probably be an embryo by next week. Oh, I'm dating a fetus. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I've actually had people come to me and tell me that I can sue him for defamation of character. And seeing that as he's consistently lying about the age on purpose, I'm really going to look into that in all honesty. Another thing Keem will do when he's realized he's a deep shit for fucking other people or mistreating them in general... He'll throw himself a pity party, saying that everyone is fake and no one can be trusted. Oh, get out of here. Oh, 
He then goes on to make these really cringy analogies. Like, for example, saying the YouTube community is basically Game of Thrones, where everyone lies and backstabs each other, <laughs> even though Keemstar has done that on numerous occasions. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, Keemstar, who would lie and backstab on this website? Definitely not you, the most trusted man on YouTube.com. No. Bullshit. No. Also, Keemstar has caught on that people will actually take his clips and use them because most of the stuff he says is pure bullshit or just a complete hypocrisy. And he'll literally go on stream and say, people take what I say out of context. They take the words out of my mouth and twist them. No. You don't say. See, what Keemstar is doing is attempting to set up a kind of defense for himself. So, if anyone does find information he says to be hypocritical or outright bullshit, he can pull the pity party card saying how you're twisted and manipulating my words, when in reality, someone just used something that you said that makes you look like an idiot. Pretty much, yep. That is 100% Uh-huh. So, that's pretty much uh, Pyrocynical's entire wrestling promo on... Uh, uh, Keemstar, and they will be uh, fighting on pay-per-view at SummerSlam. <laughs> and it'll probably get more pay-per-view buys than SummerSlam itself. If that happens, it'll be hilarious. Uh, so let's get into his whole shilling for G Fuel Energy Drink. Oh, boy. So this will be the last thing that we talk about tonight. So... Um, so as much as Keemstar was viewed as, to as being toxic for YouTube... Keemstar knew how to rake in the money. He can still manage to come back every time he got banned. He, he shared on a podcast interview he did with H3H3 Productions how many times he has been banned on YouTube. He admitted that one of the reasons why he got banned was because of accusations of promoting a scam. So Keemstar would s says, uh, Microsoft pays quarterly, and we were supposed to get paid, and this is 2011. We were supposed to get paid in June, and the developer didn't foot the paperwork in time to get paid. So, I was down to like absolutely no money, expecting all this money to be coming in, and I had no money for three months to the point where we were getting evicted from my apartment. Like, I had nothing. And I had a life-changing uh, life change that was supposed to be there. So, this guy ended up approaching me. He was like, listen... We have this YouTube network. We would like you to promote it and sponsor it. And basically what we're going to partner anyone because back at that time, you kind of get partnered on YouTube and they weren't partnering like gaming channels. My fan base was all gaming channels. And they said, we'll partner anyone. Uh, but we need them, uh, a well, we need a $50 deposit to make sure that they're not like uploading porn or something. And so I start promoting it. Well, it turns out that the guy didn't actually own the network. The guy was a kid from Hackforms who hacked this partner network thing. So it became this big ordeal, and they shut down my channel. And I'm like, well, what do I do now? So later that year, the money came in, and I want to start new things and do new things. So I did a podcast called The Bad Kick-Ass with my buddy uh, it, it, for a skit. And it looked real. Uh, this, there's a skit of uh, Keem online taking a cake, and um, I know you say it's fake, but those tears were real. The kid basically, they shoved a, a cake in the kid's face, and the kid was ending up crying. Oh yeah, I remember that 
that video. I don't. Is And Keem's like, a lot of people want to say, you know, Keem is so bad for letting this happen. No, you don't understand. Like, that kid's an amazing actor. And I tried to explain it, and I had some high-power YouTubers talking to people, and they were, just weren't listening. And because of who I was and the trolling and stuff like that, there were a lot of people constantly notifying YouTube, here's a new channel, take it down. So... I would build these channels, they'd get 300,000 subscribers, and they'd get taken down. And eventually I teamed up with Freedom. And they went to YouTube and figured out a solution where I could just be on the channel, but technically not own it because it's not my name. And so that's how we did it for a while. But in 2014, Drama Alert had 100,000 subs. Four times it got shut down. I had to make a new one. 100,000 subs, and then it got shut down. I had to create new channels, like Drama Alert currently, that I have now successful, is probably about my fifth or seventh Drama Alert channel. So, I'm growing three times faster, subwise, and I've been growing fast for months, ever since my name got cleared from the leafy stuff. My channel's been growing much faster, but both of our channels as a whole have really died. Whatever is going on on YouTube has really stunted the growth. And what's unfortunate about it is I feel like my content now in my show format is the best it's ever been. And I'm not getting the views when I was not really as good. I'm taking a break from my channel right now because I don't care. Like when these stories come up and stuff's going on, like I don't care anymore. Like the drama is cool to pay attention to if you're interested in a story. But forcing the audience to listen to stories that they don't care about can get boring. And with me being the host, there's a lot of stories that come up that I just don't care about. I was very much interested in whatever the story was. It was me figuring out what the truth was and then trying to figure out how to make it like super entertaining for the audience. But I think people, it's been repetitive because it's the same people. Uh, about G Fuel, um, so let's get into the whole drink. Uh, Keemstar knows how to, he really knows how to shill. Uh, his feud with Mundane Matt served as a marketing opportunity for Keemstar. Uh, he, he basically, uh, H3 uh, felt a little taken advantage of when Keemstar capitalized on that one time G Fuel was mentioned in the middle of the interview that he had to backtrack uh, later on. Um, so H3 was like, you're driving like fancy ass cars all the time. You got this big, beautiful house. Like, how does how this motherfucking G Fuel ass drinker afford all that shit? I know G Fuel doesn't pay that well. Well, they take care of me. They're good. It's a great energy drink. Check it out. And, uh, yeah, a chunk of the podcast was spent by H3 making Keemstar admit his actual income. Keemstar would not provide a ballpark finger. He would simply say, I was smart with my money, plus getting into plugging esports. Which was like a big thing. <laughs> I still can't believe that's a thing. I'm telling you, man, that's gonna be in like tw in like 20, 30 years. That's gonna be more popular than football. No way. Oh, yeah. it's very. It, time will tell. We'll see then. Yeah, that's pretty much everything on the the part two of Keemstar here. Um, for this uh, for this little thing uh, for next week, we're gonna be talking about Encyclopedia Dramatica. Uh, we'll talk about that ED page. Yeah, it's all, it's all. we gotta talk about AD. We're gonna, it's gonna be the war against the garbage. And trolls. And those, those trolls. 
you know, they do all this stuff to like, uh, Spammers. you know, every, yes, yeah, not only just Christian that got affected by it, but, you know, they pretty much cover everybody. Yeah, but, oh God, Encyclopedia, they, like, they find like the weirdest photos. And the weirdest people too. Yeah, and the weirdest people and the weirdest photos, and they just put them all in the same place, and it can disgust people, in all honesty. But we're going to cover them um, next week. So when that happens, uh, the guys the guys on the West Coast are going to be handling that. Yep, that's pretty much everything that we have for tonight. Uh, all the links for everybody's guys, including Alex and including Lucas, yes. all their links for all their social media accounts are in the description box. If you happen to be listening on YouTube and our social media platforms, you can actually uh, access them there as well. And... For all of you out there, uh, thank you again for listening, and we'll catch you guys uh, uh, in the next episode. So, bye, everybody. See you guys later, and stay awesome, and once again, Keemstar, suck the devil's dick. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Peace out.